<laughs> and we are live, folks. Welcome to the Tabletop Merchant Podcast. I am one of your hosts, David. I'm joined, as always, well, I guess it's our first episode, so it's always, always, by uh, my favorite board gamer, my wife, Alyssa. You have to say that. I know. I am contractually obligated to. No, 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 no. Anyways, we are Tabletop Merchant. Me and Alyssa started Tabletop Merchant in August or July of 2020. Mm -hmm. And we wanted to sit down and do a podcast to do a couple things. What's one of them? We want <laughs> I love you're so ready to explain everything. Go ahead. Because we wanted to introduce ourselves to our amazing customers. Right. We don't get really a, a, a lot of opportunity to tell you who we are and who you buy your games from. So we wanted to have a podcast to talk about, well, I always want to talk about myself, but it's more to talk about who we are and so why you should want to buy games from us and give you a little bit of background about what our board gaming journey has been and, you know, just get to know us. And then obviously we hope to have some involvement from our customers and followers so that we can get questions and answer those for you. And Share with you guys games that are coming out. Yep, we plan to talk reprints. About, yep, talk about games coming out, reprints, things that are coming to the store to get you hyped, to get you excited. Games that we've recently played. Yeah, give you our thoughts on all that. So let's start with something that doesn't take any research. Let's talk about how we got here. Oh, gosh. Doing a podcast about board games. So my question to you, my <laughs> wonderful wife... <laughs> Did you think that you would own a board game store? No. No? When you married me, were you like, this is the man that we're going to own board games and we're going to we're gonna end up opening our own shop and selling them to people all over the United States? That's mm. what you thought when you got married to me, correct? No, but I should have seen the writing on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny. When we first, when we got married, uh, we didn't play a lot of board games, really. We got in, into board games probably a few mm. years thereafter, right? Mm, we got, we started playing board games... Right when we moved into the house, which is right when we got married. So it almost like all happened at once. Yeah. I mean, I I played a ton of video games, but really was never into, you know, we played the classics, you know, the Monopolies, Uno's, mm -hmm. Life, that stuff when we were kids. But I never really dabbled that much into it when I was in high school or, or college. I played like Magic the Gathering a little bit, but nothing board game related. And then funny enough... A podcast that I listened to that was about video games brought up board games and they brought up cash and guns, which I was like, that mm. sounds fun. And you get to point these foam guns at each other and I, I bought a copy and that kind of, that's what kind of got me into the hobby, really. First party game. We recently played that when my sister came into town. Yeah. It that was, was a fun, that was a fun night. It's a super fun game. It's super silly. And now there's a, there's a new edition of it out that offers, mm -hmm. uh, we had the original edition, which was way, way, way back in the day. And so then I introduced that to you. And then from there, what were some of the other games that you remember us first playing? Love Letter. Yes. Which, it's definitely one we played a lot of. Yes. We uh, still play a lot of. Forbidden Island. I remember playing that as a co our first cooperative game. Hanabi. Did you, do you, what was your, when, when I would bring these games, were you like, oh God, because it, it's funny how a lot of our friends who now play a lot of board games and family members who play a lot of board games are like, oh my gosh, you're really going to make me play a board game? No, it's not just that. It's David comes to every fam family gathering and myself with a stack of games, <laughs> at least five to seven games. Most of the time we never play them, but I'm just like, just in the off chance, someone's like, hey, what's that? 
And I'm like, oh, I'm so glad you said you asked. Oh, are you bored sitting here? You want to play a game? Right. So Love Letter, I remember buying that and like really having a like, really? I'm going to buy a game called Love Letter? Like, I love the, it. I know. I, I literally ne- love Love Letter. I would have never thought that game in a million years. It's like 16 cards, and we we played that to death. I mean, I think we that was one of the few games that we actually put sleeves on because we were like, we're going to, we play this so much. I just genuinely remember playing it because when we first started playing it, it was Christmas time because we were wrapping gifts, and then we'd like stop, and we'd play a set of Love Letter to give us a break, and we'd go back and forth. I vividly remember it. It was a good, good experience. Yeah, and that's like an excellent game to kind of jump into the hobby and, and, and relaxed. Yeah, it's 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 simple. It's still there's some strategy to it, but there's obviously luck. Not intimidating. We actually just introduced it to our four four and a half year old a couple nights ago, and he's actually very good at it. <laughs> Surprisingly good <laughs> at guessing. He destroyed the card. me. Yeah, there's a card in there where you can eliminate a player by guessing the card that's in their hand, and. Like four times in a row, maybe he got it right, mm-hmm. and it's not a like. And it was early in the game. Yeah, it's not like a fifty-fifty shot. It's like mm-hmm. a one in ten, one mm-hmm. in twelve shot, and he got it. And so, it's pretty crazy. Something but, in the pudding. Exactly, something in that chocolate pudding, that snack pack. <laughs> but since then, you know, we um, obviously bought a lot more board games ourselves and got deeper down the rabbit hole. So and it, it was like Forbidden Island. Oh, hey, you want to play Caverna? Right. Oh, and I, hey, here's Lords of Waterdeep. I see where this is going. Right. And I remember bringing rule books to like dinners to <laughs> read. And you're like, you're such a nerd. But it's, hey. It's deeper than that. He reads rule books before we go to bed. Right. It's like, you know, people read books before they fall asleep. That's that's me. I just, but it's rule books. It's odd. <laughs> it is odd. And so from there, I would say I became... We owned a lot of board games, and then uh, me and a couple friends started a, a podcast, um, and we talked about video games and movies and TV, and then I always tried to get them to talk about board games, um, <laughs> uh, which they begrudgingly did, but... Uh, and they enjoy so, them. They come over and... Yeah, yeah. We, we, they're part of the gaming group. They definitely yeah. play them. I just think they were... Like, they rather talk about movies and TV mm. and video games, but... Um, and so our collection grew, and... At a certain point, we decided... We always kind of wanted to own a board game store. I mean, it just sounds cool. I don't think our four-year-old understands how cool it is that his parents own a board game store. Um, I think it's like if your parents own like a toy store. It's so cool. <laughs> Anyways, not to gloat, but I just... I don't think he... Gra- it's like I always think of the, the, the kids of the Marvel actors, right? They don't realize that their mom and dad are part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but they are, right? All right, so now that we've talked about a little bit about the games we came to love and and played when we originally got into this hobby, what are some of your favorites, your recent favorites or your favorites right now that you that you still love to play? Mm. Just so just so our listeners know what what kind of gamer you are. Well, as some of you may know, I love viticulture with a passion. Yes, that is my jam. Yep. And we we put we got the Tuscany expansion, mm-hmm. which adds the structure cards and mm-hmm. the the specific or the special workers and, and 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 then it breaks up like that the rounds now into multiple seasons, four different seasons. Uh, it's I mean we don't really Oof. play without it anymore, do we? No, it's like it part just, of it. Yeah, I don't even think we we separate it out anymore. It's yeah. so good. Terraforming Mars, Lords of Waterdeep. Oof. I love Five Tribes. 
It hurts David's brain. Yeah, I can't. The 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 thing in that game, the the Moncala, oh. it just breaks my brain. It's fantastic. I'm not saying it's not a bad game. It's a fantastic game, and we'll get to the de- designer later on. He's got uh, a new game coming out, Bruno Cathala, that makes uh, Five Tribes. But uh, yeah, that game is great. But man, it is. It just. It's such a brain burner that I oh it's almost to the point that I don't enjoy it. Like it almost it's almost Mm-mm. too much of a hurt. It's like um I think of like Power Grid. Power Grid's right about there where Ooh, Power Grid hurts my brain. Right. But I'm really good at that one. Yes, Not to are. toot my horn. Yeah, you are good at Power Grid. I'm very good at that one. But I love it because five tribes I love. You really can't plan. Yeah, it's not one of those games where you can sit and map it out. No. Because by the time it comes to your turn, the, the, you just gotta the go layout has changed so much. And it is what it is. This is what I can do, or this is what I can do. You just go with it. So now that we know mine, why don't you throw in some of your two cents on games? <laughs> wow, my two cents. <laughs> uh, well, I mean... Or ten cents. Ten cents. Good. Good to know that I at least get a dime out of this. But uh, I, I think... Originally, I was kind of skeptical about board games, so a lot of them were like party games, things like that, very simple games, and then naturally got down that rabbit hole of like Ticket to Ride, Carcassonne, and then I, I, I specifically remember us playing Ticket to Ride at a at a game cafe in LA, and then you nearly divorcing me. Do you remember this? I feel like that's dramatic. Well, it was Nordic Countries, the Nordic Countries version of Ticket to Ride, which is like a two to three player version of it. But it's, I mean, Ticket to Ride's a pretty easygoing, fun family game. Not Nordic Countries. No, we were, you were about to like beat me up, like in the board game cafe uh, because I kept taking your routes, but I was just simply trying to fulfill my own routes. This game takes like, there's no routes. There's like, true. there's like 10 routes. But David, in general, when we play Ticket to Ride, will block you for no reason. He doesn't even need a route over there, but he's like, hey, I'm going to go from California to New Mexico. And I think that's how I've evolved as a board gamer. I used to be a lot more like in your face. I used to like more conflict. And now I've, I think I've mellowed out a little bit. I'm like bit. quiet in the corner, like, don't mind me. I'm just building my little th- my little trains over here. And I'm like, oh, it's nice trains. Boom, boom. <laughs> but not anymore. I think I'm more, I've become more like uh I, I want to build my own thing, and, and I'm not as aggressive, if that makes sense. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? I'm, this is my therapy session. I'm, I feel like I've had a breakthrough through board games. <laughs> uh, and from there, I think my favorite games now, I really do enjoy, we always joke about this, that I really am like the thematic person. I enjoy the artwork. I enjoy, not that you don't enjoy artwork, of course, but I think I need to be like enveloped in the game. I care. I like role play the game, and Alyssa's like, it's your turn. Just I don't need to know about your backstory. It's your turn. What are you gonna do? Hence you loving RPGs. Right. I, I enjoy I enjoy the storytelling aspect. I enjoy that that component of board games. But I also of course enjoy mechanics, which is where we joke about with Alyssa is that it could sometimes just be cards on numbers. Like if you have good mechanics in your game, Alyssa's on I'm your there. side. Yeah, she loves it. It like it's nice that it has nice artwork. It's definitely definitely preferential, but not necessary. Mm. No? There's some games that are very beautiful. No, I agree. I'm not saying you don't enjoy it. I'm saying it's the mechanics are the most important thing. Well, if it doesn't run smoothly and it doesn't make sense and it and it's broken. Okay, then... fair enough. <laughs> so 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 we own I owned quite a bit of games, both of us, you know, community property in the state of Nevada. So you own them as well. <laughs> One Calyx. 
Then another calyx. Yes, I remember we... Then a whole wall of calyx. We used to have, and if you are suffering from the same thing I was, where I had board games everywhere, and we used to joke about there's a board game in the medicine cabinet. Every room in the house had had board board games. And then I found out about, they opened up an Ikea Mm -hmm. in Las Vegas, and we went down, and we bought the biggest shelving unit you could buy, and it was massive, and it took up a whole wall, and I was like... Oh, perfect. I'll have plenty of space. I can buy more games. Don't worry about it, But I put it up and put the games in, and I was like, this doesn't fit all of them. And I said, I know. And so we went back to Ikea Mm -hmm. and bought another Calyx so that we could fit everything, but then I slowly filled that up. Mm -hmm. Um, And then... You know, I had board games delivered to my office because, you know, I didn't... Because he said, they're delivered during the day and for safety. Yeah, you don't get porch pirates. Plus, my wife doesn't find out (laughs) how many board games I ordered. Uh, So it seemed only natural that we would end up opening our own board game retail store. We got to... I mean, I benefited from the games too. Of course. Played them, loved them. Of course, yeah. I mean, that's the coolest thing about having Tabletop Merchant is that we, we truly are fans of the hobby. We we play games. Uh, we we try to play as many as we can. Uh, it is a little bit more difficult, of course, now. With a four-year-old. With, yeah, definitely. And, and what's cool is like now we're actually introducing some of those games. Like We're going to talk about another, another uh, segment, whatever you want to call it. We're not that organized. But another thing we wanted to spend time in the podcast talking about is what, what's hit our table recently. Mm-hmm. And one of the ones that we've actually played with our, our Logan, our four-year-old, is Super Mega Lucky Box, which is one of or the... Or has great- he said it, Super Mega Lucky Box. Yeah, of course. And uh, it's designed by Phil Walker Harding. If He designed Sushi Go, uh, Baron Park, um, Silver and Gold. Mm, I like that one. Yeah, all of his games are like simple mm-hmm. like really easy to teach but they're just not intimidating yeah but they're just fun like mm-hmm. I, I, that's like the one word i can think of. like other games are brain burners and they they make you think and that's a good thing mm-hmm. but his are just like it just reminds me of like running through water sprinklers like it's just fun like there's no you don't have to think about it it's just fun to play his games that's one thing i definitely say about almost all of his games they're just fun to play well i think they encompass the whole purpose of board games getting people together to enjoy company sure and talk and interact yeah, but you would agree that there are some games that are like we're gonna sit down and it's gonna be a math test like i like we were talking about earlier power grid like power grid is like get your get your thinking cap on because we're gonna have fun but you're gonna feel like you took a midterm right which i would choose the crowd i play that with of course i'm saying though <laughs> his game <laughs> yeah i'm not gonna play it with a with a mother group. yeah no she would be she would not be happy but anyway, Super Mega Lucky Box, we got it. Ch- What's cool is like we're now introducing some of these games to our our four-year-old, and I'm surprised on a lot of the stuff that he picks up pretty quickly. But um, if you don't know, Super Mega Lucky Box is essentially, um, it, I, I call it like combo bingo, mm-hmm. right? So in the game, you get a bingo card. Essentially, mm-hmm. it has a bunch of numbers on it. You flip over cards that have numbers, and you cross them out. So and everyone knows bingo. And then once you get bingo. a rower column, then you get that ability. Right, and so it's it's... When we were playing it, it, it reminded me of, I remember somebody talking about, like, a comedian talking about when they hear, like, a really good joke, they go, oh, why, why didn't I think of that? It's so simple. It's such a good joke. And, like, for this design, it's bingo plus combos, where if you get, if you fill up a row or fill up a column, mm-hmm. you get a bonus that then helps you fill out, because you get multiple bingo cards, like, you know, get your dauber out. Which didn't- feeds on my obsession of Clever Cubed. Right. We'll get Twice the, as clever. Oh, yeah. You love, uh, if you don't know, Alyssa is a huge fan of the roll and write, flip and write, 
and I love combos. Um, anytime I can do combo where I'm like, okay, hold on. My turn's going to take 25 minutes. Hold on. I got to do this. I'll get this. back to you in just a minute. Right. Let me finish my turn. It's going to take a while. So it's just, it's so simple because everybody knows bingo. And then you get this cool comboing effect. And then as the rounds go on, you get more cards. Mm-hmm. And you're just trying to score points. And everybody's playing at the same time. Like I said, it's bingo. It's fantastic. It's and just a fun, fresh take. Right. It's it's one of those things when I'm playing and I'm like, why hasn't anybody else thought of this? This should have been made 10, 15, 20 years ago. But it's it, it, I think of like that on a lot of his designs. So huge, huge hit for us. Super mega hit. Mm-hmm. Super high. <laughs> that's, that's a good one. Uh, we played what? Uh, Quacks? Quacks of Quedlinburg. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've been playing a ton of that. And we played that with our four-year-old. And again... And our nephew. And yes. he destroyed it. He's seven. Yeah. And I'm just... It's cool. It's a great family game. Yeah. And so in Quacks, you are a bunch of um, Quacks making up potions Mm -hmm. for a, I think it's for like a contest or some kind of fair. I don't know. It's very loosely. It's basically you're making potions and Mm -hmm. you're pulling ingredients from a bag. Which is your pusher luck. Yeah. And so you're making, you're trying not to let your potion explode. It's, it's fantastic. It's been out of print and unavailable for some time. Good news is, and we'll, we'll get to this in a little bit, is it's actually coming back in print. There was a new publisher uh, that picked it up and is now going to be bringing it and will be carrying tons of copies of it, including its expansions. There's one called Herb Witches, and then there's another one called Alchemist. So we'll we'll get to all of that later on. But nice. I think it's easily one of our most played games in the last year. We've played that a ton. Easily, you've even played with the guys, and they all liked it. Yeah, I yeah, like my big my my heavy everyone's my liked serious it. board gaming crew. We played it, and they were like, "I love this." And yeah. we played it online too. There's a couple different ways you oh, can play it online, cool. and it the implementation was really good. So, huh. so definitely another great game that we checked out. Uh, you talked about it a little bit earlier. We played Clever Cubed. That's the the, mm. the new roll and write from uh, Stronghold Games. Good game, amazing game. So we have the first Gonshon Gansh- Clever. That's I love how- clever. Yeah, that's clever. And then there was the second one. Or the first one's called That's Pretty Clever. And the second one's called That's Clever Too. I don't know the exact name, but it's the second one. And then now this is like the trilogy, the epic conclusion of the trilogy. I don't know if it's an actual trilogy, but... Do you like those games as much as me or do you just humor me? No, I enjoy them. I think they... I do enjoy them. I think I... It's one of those games where... Once we start playing, I remember how much I like it. But once I walk away from it, I'm and you're like, "Hey, do you want to play?" You know, one of the clever games. I'm like, "Eh, I take it or leave it." But once we start playing, I'm like, "Man, I really like this game." So I don't know why that is. You win like nine out of ten times. That's true. Very frustrating. I'm, I'm good at it, but, but I still like it. I think I think it's just because it's so. It's just there's no theme. It's just combo on top of combo on top of combo. But it is it is a ton of fun to play, and it's. Hints me liking mechanics. Right, exactly. <laughs> and uh, these are both, again, uh, Quacks and all the clever games are actually designed by the same Wolfgang Warsh. So mm-hmm. he was crushing it, coming out with lots of good games. And the other game that hit our table recently, we talked a little bit about as one of the first games we played, which is Love Letter. Mm. We started playing Love Letter with our four-year-old. And it's great because like, we kind of we play it up a little bit. Like For instance, there's a card that uh, blocks the other uh, players from inner doing anything to you and we call that card the force field card and of course our four-year-old's like force field uh and so it's great it's it's a ton of fun and super easy to to learn to play and you know it's just it's still a lot of fun even when me and you were playing it's still there's the, there's that pusher 
not push your luck, but there's that guessing element of it. And then, well, I don't know what more to say about it. It's 16 cards, and there's, like, such a good game in, like, 16 cards. It's like, I got 10 minutes to play. You want to hang out for a little while and just, you know, deck of cards. Great game to take with you wherever you go and mm-hmm. play. And so that's what's hit our table recently. But we did want to talk a little bit about what's coming to the store, what's new to uh, Tabletop Merchant, and then what is coming. So I have, pre- goodness. I have prepared this wonderful list for you, Alyssa, so you can be you can appear to be very prepared. As uh, always. As always. <laughs> um, the first game that we have coming new to the store, well, we're not going to go through each one of these in detail, but we'll, we'll kind of hit on some of the big ones. So Dixit is coming out with a refreshed edition of it. You, Throwback you, to us. Yeah. I know. Dixit is such a great game we've we've made like silly rules where you have to like name a song title or you can only use one word but you basically give clues to try to guess people's artwork and then people try to throw other people off it's it's as goofy as it gets yeah and so the original version played up to six players and now the refresh will accommodate up to eight players which i think that game's the game's perfect for more people i mean the more the merrier and the way there's like a spinner and okay. s- for selecting the number instead of like you used to pick tiles, I think. So mm-hmm. it's a little bit easier. Just make it just streamlined it. A yeah, little bit. just a little bit. But all the artwork, all the amazing artwork is still there. So we'll be carrying that. Um, there's another uh, new two player only game that just came to the store called Great Plains. It's from uh, Lookout Games. And it's a I think it. Fo- I looked at the cover. I was like foxes versus snakes. It reminded when I just like started reading about it. I thought games like Tally Ho or Battle Line. Um, Rose King, these Ooh. abstract strategy, yeah, two-player only, kind of tug-and-war, back-and-forth games. Uh, it's area control. It's got great artwork from Clement Franz, who did, like, the artwork of Agricola, Lahav. I feel like you're doing a checklist for everything I love. I know, yeah. I, I think you would really, really like this game. And it's the design team behind... There was a two-player game called Mandala, which is excellent. Um, mm-hmm. It's Trevor Benjamin and Brett J. Gilbert, and they, they're teaming up to make this one, too. So if you if you play a lot of two-player games like we do, and it, it's, it looks gorgeous, though. It's got little fox meeples and little snake meeples. It's blue and orange. It looks that's great. Cute. Yeah, and the artwork's great. So that's at the store now. Um, and then another big new release that we got was Fleet the Dice Game, which is a... It, it, what it's yeah just so popular right now um and again for a reason it's awesome yeah you got great combos mm-hmm. rolling right next one that we had was uh fallout rpg at the core rulebook so they came out they had a fallout um wasteland warfare there's a tactical miniatures game and they also had a corresponding rpg but this one i think is more based on the the lore involving the the third Fallout 3. I'm now I'm speaking video games, so you might be out of the loop. You here. you lose me when you say Fallout. I love Fallout. I know it's you so do. Good. It's so good. Post-apocalyptic mixed with like Americana. Everything I know 19... about it is be- from you. It's great. It's such a and I'm excited to play it because I love RPGs. Is that Silver Snake? No, that's <laughs> Silver Snake. That's Metal Gear Solid. Oh. That is uh yeah, Solid Sorry. Solid Snake from the Metal Gear Solid okay. series. My uh, bad. No, no, no. It's fine. It's funny. It's just funny <laughs> that you. Uh, another one coming to the or that we have at the store now. That's a new one. Is Gravwell. Uh, it's a second edition. Um, so I haven't had a chance to really check that one out. The artwork on the front looks great. Plus, it's like space theme. It, it appears so. You well, like space. I like space. Uh, we've got a uh, game called Crime and Capers. Uh, Lady Leon. Leona. Leona. Um, I think. I. But my understanding is this is a 
in the line of those, uh, not escape room, but kind of mystery games. There's a lot of that, a lot of those mm. types of games that have come out. You love those. Yes. Another new one that's come to this store is King Domino Origins, which okay. I love King Domino and mm-hmm. Queen Domino. I particularly like Queen or King Domino. It's the simpler of the two. Yes. And I played a ton of this over the quarantine time period with my buddies because some of the online games that they offer, they're just, there's something, they're they're just a little too complicated to really enjoy, in my opinion, enjoy thoroughly. Where some of the more simple ones, you know, card games, simple things like that, kind of shine on that platform. Well, that's a designer that's designed two of my, one of my favorite games. Five well, by all time, Seven Wonders. Seven Wonders Duel. Duel Seven Wonders Duel and Kanagawa. Right. So that's Bruno Cathal. Yeah, he's the designer of this. And, and it's the same person who made King Domino and Queen yes. Domino. And it looks like this one's got a little bit more oomph to it. Um, it. It appears that you can... More crunchy? Yeah, there's more things to do. Like, for instance, you can... And it says, like, here you can add fire in the first... The, there's, like, three different modes to play the game. The first mode introduces fire and volcanoes. It's a whole caveman, you know, theme, prehistoric theme to it. The second mode uses wooden resources, and then the third one features cavemen tokens. So it, it seems like you can kind of make the game more complicated or kind of keep it more, you know, traditional back to King Domino. So you can really change it up each play. Exactly. However, how complicated you want to make it. To or who you're of... playing with. Exactly. And again, fantastic on Board Game Arena. If you haven't checked out Board Game Arena, it's awesome. Uh, another new game to the store is a, an expansion to Legendary Marvel. It is the Annihilation expansion. Ooh. Yeah, we. Um, I Ooh. think of Legendary Marvel as our like comfort food board game. Does that Absolutely. make sense? Absolutely. It's just we go back to it. It's simple. It's fun. It's deck building. And anytime there's a new expansion and they add new keywords and new mechanics, it's just super awesome. Oh man, we what's love your, that game. What's your That's... favorite? What's your favorite uh, expansion or keyword that you can think <gasps> of? Berserk. <laughs> Easily, hands down. Just love slipping over cards oh, and adding gosh. plus ones. And uh, we talked about this one a little bit already. Super Mega Lucky Box is new to the store. We talked about that from Phil Walker Harding. Combo Bingo. Um, that's my nickname for it. <laughs> another, another, a few more games is Furnace, which is an engine building game from Arcane Wonders. And I've got nothing but... Have you played that one? I have not. I want to. Anytime you say engine building, I'm like, I know, uh, that's why I'm, I I'm listening. I'm listening. You got my attention. Yeah, it's gotten rave reviews online. So, next one is uh, Mind Management. It's spelled Mind M G M T. I want to play this one. Yeah, the artwork is based. It's based off of a comic book. Um, I haven't read the comic book, uh, but my understanding is that it's a cat and mouse. Mm-hmm. type of game think of like specter ops specter ops right where you've got one person who is trying to find the other people mm-hmm. my understanding for, of the comic book is that it is and i'm probably wrong and i'm probably going to get shouted out shouted by the internet but it's like a big brother like someone's mind management they're literally like watching over people yes and so i, I think from that's, what i've read out it Oh, okay. Cool. And then finally, um, this one has been incredibly popular lately, I think mostly because of a recent online mm. review from Shut Up and Sit Down, but Blitzkrieg uh, from uh, Plastic Soldiers Company. Uh, Two-player-only two two World War II game from uh, the designer of Libertalia, uh, Ethnos. He makes a lot of designs that are real simple. Mm-hmm. Again, it's kind of that almost Phil Walker-Harding. Very simple but like lots of strategy heaped onto it and and a quick yeah and it's quick it's like yeah. you know 30 minutes to play a two player mm-hmm. game and you, you get through world war 2 i think on the front of the box is like world war 2 in 15 minutes so if you're looking for something quick and and fast 
what 20 minutes 20 minutes is that what it says if i'm correct stand corrected okay fair enough maybe i can get through in 15 minutes <laughs> so those are some of the new things that are coming to this or i'm sorry those are some new games that are already at the store so out of all those which ones are you like eyeballing uh well obviously fallout rpg if i can get my gaming group to start a new rpg but i think probably the one that jumps out off of the page for me is that great planes game that two-player mm-hmm. only from lookout games abstract strategy area control again we play a lot of two-player games all uh, day every day right mm-hmm. so that that's the one what about you Ooh, probably the legendary the marvel <laughs> legendary Annihilation. i love marvel legendary i know it's funny i mean it's just Again, it's like comfort food. It's like lasagna of board games. It's just, Oof. it's always good. Doesn't matter. You can add in. They, I know they, they're. I think they're all like on their thirtieth expansion at this point. But keep it, expanding. Just keep, just keep printing those cards, upper deck. Keep printing those cards. All right. So now let's talk about what's coming to the store soon. Um, and when I say soon, I mean within like either when you're hearing this podcast, probably it's already on the store, or mm-hmm. um, maybe a week after. So recently. Um, go ahead. I'm going to hold you to that. Right. So we've got some expansions for the very popular abstract strategy game, Azul. We've got Crystal Mosaic expansion and then the Glazed Pavilion expansion for Summer Pavilion. Uh, we've got Equinox, the purple edition. I understand hmm. there's a green edition, so you can pick which color you'd like. We've got, oh, this is super, super exciting. It is game related, but it's not a board game. So we will be carrying at our oh. store very soon is what's called, there was... We found out from it through Etsy. It is a company called Meeple's Upgrade, and what they make are these... Get ready for it. ...amazing, awesome stickers that go on your wooden Meeple's that add very, very cool artwork. I mean, I showed you a couple of the photos before I probably bought way too many. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, I'm excited for them. And we've got... Th- these stickers fit... They're, they're cut perfectly for the meeples mm-hmm. and they just transform your game. Instead of seeing those wooden meeples, they now have like prints on them of like little workers and the buildings from tiny towns or the Vikings and Raiders of the North Sea or um, the little dinosaurs and Draftosaurus now actually have like a cool little artwork on them. So I could go down the list. I bought, like I said, Stone Age, Five Tribes, Tiny Towns, Agricola, Dice Hospital, Tekenu. I mean, it's just, I bought... We probably bought way too much, but I'm so excited for these. Never. <laughs> Never. When I see them, I'm thinking, oh, they're so cute. I know people are like, oh, cute, but no, but they also add to just like, you have, just picture your game out on the table and you're playing and then just, it's just that upping that factor of just getting you into the, the role and the theme. And for instance, their tagline is Meeple, by the way, they're called Meeple's Upgrade. We don't make stickers. We create a new experience when playing. And I love that. That's that's all me. I'm like, yes. I want to name my workers in Viticulture and learn about how you they... You could st- only see David. He's grinning I, from like ear to it. ear right now. I'm so excited for these to come. Hopefully they'll be here. They they, they will hopefully be here very, very soon. So in those route. Are, yes. We've got um, some other new games uh, from famed designer Martin Wallace. Uh, Tenor's Trail. Um, another new one, a reprint that's coming is Fort from Leader Games. We very, played that. Yes. A while ago. Yeah. So very popular uh, card game where yeah. I, what I, it's one of the, it has the mechanic of like following. And when I say that, I mean, I do something on my turn and then you have a choice to kind of copy Follow, me. Copy you. It may not be as good as my action, but it's similar, but you have to give up something 
um, mm-hmm. on, on your off turn, and then you may not want to do that because you were planning on doing something on your on turn. So are you wanting to, I can't remember 100%, but you're kind of wanting to do things that, so the other player can't do things, right? Right, you're trying to look over and be like, what would not be beneficial for you to follow mm-hmm. right now? So it's a little bit of that back and forth. But they are coming off, the reason it's getting a reprint is because they're coming out with mm-hmm. a Cats and Dogs expansion. So what's cool about the theme of this game is that it is you are like little kids building forts and like the resources in the game are pizza. And I think the other one's just literally called, oh no, toys, pizza mm-hmm. and toys. Mm-hmm. And so the dogs and cat expansion, it says here, literally it says, you've begged and pleaded with your parents and finally it's time to get a pet. Cats and dogs adds two modules to the fort base game, dogs and cats. You can use <laughs> one or both as desired. I love it. It's like, Dogs are loyal, whereas cats are fickle. It's great. It's 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 just it thematically it fits the game. It's very cute. Artwork is the same artist that did very popular Root, uh, and mm. so looking forward to that coming mm. back because people have been asking about it. It's been out of print for some time now. A um, couple other new things uh, that'll be at the store. Uh, we already talked about Quacks of Quedlinburg. Yes, that will be coming back very soon, including the Herb Witches expansion and the newer Alchemist expansion. I have not played Alchemist. I've heard good things. And more Quacks is always a good thing, right? Of course. And I showed you this uh, just a few minutes ago. The, the it's a game called the Fuzzies, which gives me the fuzzies. <laughs> so this is this is a game where you are. Um, it's kind of like a Jenga stacking game but with these little fuzz balls mm-hmm. and you have to take one from the bottom and put it on the top but it's it just it, it but you can't leave your seat unlike jenga where you stand up and kind of move around it you can mm-hmm. turn the turn it's on a turntable looks cute looks fun it looks very cute and it looks fun but i just think i'm gonna get in there on my hand i'm so shaky <laughs> i can just i'm gonna be like stomping in there like a t-rex and just you do not want to listen to doing your doing your surgery. i love dexterity games we'll see how that one goes uh, next one is from Haba. Uh, it's part of their the Key series. The next one is the next one. It's the third one in their series called Theft at Cliff Rock Villa. This is one of those mystery escape room style games where you're trying to mm-hmm. who done it. Um, and we've also got Anno eighteen hundred coming from Thames and Cosmos. Mm-hmm. This is based off of a PC game, a very popular PC game, and it's gotten a lot of really, really good reviews. Again, it's Martin Wallace. Have you played it before? I have not played the the PC game. I've heard a lot about it. Um, another exciting thing that we will be carrying very soon is Ooh. the 3D tiles for Terraforming Mars. We've what do we own almost everything for Terraforming Mars? So looking... is it necessary? No. <laughs> is, is it? it is, is it needed though? It's so yeah. good. We we were 3D printing. We had 3D printed tiles that don't look nearly as good as these. So I'm excited to, to you know, it's, I think anytime you, if you really love a game, if you can kind of, you know, pimp it out or kind of make it sparkle, it's, it does, it does, I think it's worth it. Maybe I'm, I'm just indulging. It looks like pretty that. cool on the table. It does look, and, and it also is, if somebody who doesn't play those games mm-hmm. and you kind of show them these really cool the wow tough, factor yeah the table presence matters right or they can be like okay this is too much and the last one we'll talk about is a game called public market this is from talon strike studios and in this game players are bidding on and drafting tiles to place to play it into an ice chest so you are like fishing i i don't know you i just love bidding games i do I do. And so this is designed by the same design team. It's uh, Molly Johnson, Robert Melvin, and Sean, I'm going to say his name wrong, Stan, Stanquich. 
Anyway, they they were behind Point Salad, Truffle Shuffle, and Dollars to Donuts, which I love the fact that all their games are about food. Yeah. Because <laughs> this one's about fishing and bringing fish to market. Um, the art in the game, which kind of the cover looks really, really good. It's the artwork is by James Churchill and then Beth Sobel, mm-hmm. who is known for Wingspan, oh, wow. mm-hmm. Viticulture, Calico. So it's it's got some really good pedigree behind it. So that should be coming out uh, towards the end of September. So looking really forward to that. I, I actually really, really want to play that. I think that's the one that I'm probably, I mean, Quacks and the 3D tiles for Terraforming Mars, certainly I'm going to want those. But I think for new, new, like new, new stuff for new me. Play. Public this public market looks really cool. Plus, it's from like a, a smaller studio that's kind of getting some up-and-comers with the design team and then, of course, the great art from uh, Churchill and then Sobel. So what what about you? What are you, out of these so new new things coming? Out of in? the new, new ones? Yeah. Mm, I'm going to keep it ch- relaxed and go with fuzzies. <laughs> the fuzzies, the dexterity? I think so. And I can just picture um, our little guy playing that one. Yeah, and you do get, you can either pick the little fuzzy balls from the bottom mm-hmm. to put at the top. You can either use your fingers. I think, I believe it does come with tweezers. So I'm going to need the tweezers. All right. <laughs> for sure. Um, so first of all, we, oh, last of all, I should say, because we're kind of wrapping up here. I just want to, me, both me and Alyssa want to say thank you, one, for listening all the way through this podcast. Two, if you've bought anything from our store, thank you. Times a million. Seriously, thank mm-hmm. you. It is crazy how awesome this has all been just in this short, what has it been? A little over, almost a year. A year. No, about a year. Yeah. Almost exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And so. It's been amazing. It's, we love it. It's awesome. We are super, super excited. We are working to continue to add more. And growing. More games, mm-hmm. more, uh, like for instance, we plan to add paintbrushes and paint soon so I can continue to paint those miniatures. Um, we plan to add, like I said, the meeple stickers. We're working to try to add a lot of like handcrafted stuff maybe to the store stuff that you don't see it you know traditional online or retailers uh, board game retailers so um, so many ideas so little time exactly and we have some other ideas for this podcast including we want to do um some spotlights maybe on a particular game or a designer. designers i love talking about designers i don't think i mean because of them is why we're playing it's crazy right this all every single game you've played is a pet project a love letter mm-hmm. not literally a love letter but uh, you know it's it's somebody's all of their time and energy and care is put into that. And I, it, it sometimes I think that goes unnoticed, you know, because we, we enjoy playing the games, right? That's the whole point. And it's You're easy not, to nitpick, but those are, they're hard to make. I would imagine they're they, incredibly I can't even hard imagine. to make. So we plan to hot spotlight certain designers, maybe talk a little bit about their background, kind of mm-hmm. where they came from and some of their, their, their pedigree of titles mm-hmm. and the things that make those games really unique and special. Maybe some unsung gems mm-hmm. that haven't gotten a lot of attention because there are, I mean, it's just waves and waves. We're recording this right after Gen Con, which Oof. is just waves and waves of new games coming out. So, Which is exciting. We also plan to do... Oh, I'm excited about this. I want to start doing some contests for our amazing customers. Free games, right? Can't Free go wrong games, this. like anything and anything I think of. We'll, we'll start putting together some stuff to get everyone involved. And also, if you folks, you great folks who are listening, have any questions for us or any suggestions or anything like that, you can, of course, email us at tabletopmerchant at gmail.com. Again, that email is tabletopmerchant at gmail.com. It's funny. I We prepared that, I think, once before, and you didn't even, you were like, what's the email? <laughs> it's literally the name of the store. You're like, oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I, really, I don't like being put on the spot, man. I, I get like um, tongue-tied. 
I thought you were going to get tongue, tongue tied. twister. Tongue. I don't know. <laughs> what is it called? I don't even know. Anyway, we wanted to say thank you for listening. And we hope to put these out weekly or bi-weekly to kind of talk about, like I said, what's coming to the store, exciting stuff we're doing. And then really just so you can get to know us. So you feel comfortable, you know, shopping with us. Or like I said, if you have any questions, you can feel like you can talk to us. Right? Mm. Yes. Weekly. It's We're recording this right now after our monster has gone down for the night. So... <laughs> We're going to roll with the punches here. All right. Well, again, thank you so much for listening. And until next time. Bye. All right. You can start. We're recording now. What do you want to say? I love you. One, two, three, test it. I love it. Anything else? Uh, I love you. I'm Logan. I love you. I'm Logan. I love you. I love it.